What is going on, everyone? My name is Connor Williams, and I'm here with my co-host, Preston Stone. Hello. And uh, we, we want to welcome you to our next installment of the Whatever Podcast. Uh, thank you for making it to episode three. It's been a long and bumpy journey, but we got here somehow. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about whatever, but today we're going to talk about the Joker, which is a very controversial Just Joker. Movie. There's no the. Comment. Yeah, well, the Joker <laughs> movie. There we go. The Joker movie. Yeah, just Joker. You can't ignore it with that big-ass text on the screen. You know, it's just Joker. It's not... It's not a nice title. It takes no. up the whole damn thing. <laughs> you got to crane your neck to read it. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw out a spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it, um, click off if you plan on seeing it. If you don't give a shit, then stick with us. Um, because there's a lot of controversy surrounding the movie. And I feel like there's a lot to be said about it that people aren't really saying about it. So I think we wanted to start off with talking about like the crowd consensus and kind of like what they thought about it i think it's pretty well known that it, the crowd is split you know kind of i think a majority of like people that just went to go watch it and like wanted to go see the movie thought it was an amazing film i think i think a lot of the people that had a problem with it had a problem with it before they even saw the movie that or they had expectations yeah you know because if you go into a movie with like high expectations there, yeah. yeah like um a lot of people i guess people that aren't that don't really like look into like it before they go and watch it. Right. Kind of like, um, a few people I talked to, they're just like, eh, I didn't like it that much. Cause they're, ex- they were expecting like a Joker movie, like a Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, like comic, comic Joker. book. Like <laughs> there's going to be Batman. <laughs> yeah. Mark Hamill's going to do the voice, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's the whole shebang and it was not. No. No, not even close. I, I wouldn't even like. I mean, clearly, it's got its lines to it being a DC movie. Yeah, and clearly, you can tell that like this is about the Joker in Gotham, like mm-hmm. in the DC universe. But yeah. really, it's kind of just that, yeah. It's honestly more like a film, and it just so happens that it's about Joker. Yeah, change change the names of the people in the like. Just yeah, slap New just, York on it. And yeah. It could be a totally different movie. Yeah, no ties. I, could, to I feel DC. like it could hold up its own without it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what it was made to do. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't made to be like a part of a bigger DC universe, like a lot of those movies are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it certainly. <clears throat> I don't know. It certainly holds up its own. Um, Too bad Joaquin won't get an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's so sad. He, that's. I mean, but also. Also, who cares? You know, <laughs> yeah. the Oscars is a bunch of old people sitting around handing out prestigious awards. You know, anything that is controversial to anything, they're not going to hand out an award to. Yeah. If it's promoting like something like promoting a movement, they're like, hell yeah, I don't care how good the movie was, <laughs> how terrible it was. We're going to give it like nine awards, right? Oh, it's yeah. like Moonlight beating out La La Land. Yeah. La La Land was better. I loved it. Yeah, La La Land was amazing. Yeah, he misread that card because he wanted it to win too. Damn it. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah, Joker got a lot of flack from like just media platforms and. Oh, yeah. For my perspective, for no reason. Like, really big journalist companies were like, oh, we don't really know if like people should see this because. 
you know, ultimately we're afraid of the people. <laughs> They're like, we're going to put out crazy violence warnings because, uh, you know, maybe it's not okay that people feel like they should feel the need to change the way that things are. Um, but also I don't really think it's a big political movie. No. Like I just not don't. At all. I, don't. I think the only thing that it dips its toes into is like, you know, the social economics of like, things but yeah. that's the only thing i see it dipped into with like kind of that close of like like that range of like like, like right points no uh, yeah yeah i get what you're saying <clears throat> what else i find that's that's really interesting is like people were like critics especially were like this movie i think i read uh something and word for word it was like this movie is trying so hard to be about something when it's just a very empty shallow movie <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this is probably one of the most packed movies with I've like, seen in a long messages time. and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Like it's it's absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> and I think that is a part of the big importance of the movie is one of the messages. I think the main message that it conveys to the audience is to be aware about mental health and just like the current state of people. You know, not everyone's okay. And mm -hmm. if they're okay, that does not mean we have to like shove them aside. Um, you know, mental health is, is such taboo. And honestly, you know, thankfully I'm one of those people that can say I've never struggled with mental health, but like my skin was crawling, you know, mm -hmm. I've seen people around me be affected by, by mental health issues and watching that and seeing this from like a first person perspective Mm -hmm. was really kind of like it made me uneasy it really did the stuff that happens to arthur in this movie was very like i wasn't i would not be okay with it if it was me mm -hmm. or the joke is just telling you an elaborate story to <laughs> make you feel bad yeah you want to know how i got these scars <laughs> you know <laughs> like like it's just like a really bad story or something yeah no but like but it, it really did it made me feel super uneasy mm -hmm. oh yeah just the way that uh yeah Joaquin portrays portrays it. It's yeah, I, I feel like for a while he was a very, very, very underrated actor. Oh yeah, he's Never still like, underrated. Nobody what? like really appreciates how good he is at getting into a role. I'm I'm, I'm going to say this, and a lot of people aren't going to like me for it, but hear me out. Joaquin is better than a river could have ever been. <laughs> Don't think so torn don't really care because well joaquin does not have stand by me so well no <laughs> but th that's the only thing that river has yeah pretty much you know i think at the time he was the pretty boy of his era and he was up and coming and you know that's great and all but you know at what point would if he just become another like tom cruise or something Maybe. stand by me is great and i you know river phoenix is like one of the most loved actors ever and what happened to him is terrible Mm -hmm. But the kind of like sophisticated roles that Joaquin puts himself into and just plays the shit out of him. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that, Johnny I don't think Cash. that River, <laughs> yeah, I Such don't think that one. River would have done something like that. Yeah. I think it would have been like mm -hmm. more of a Tom Cruise shoot him up kind of guy. You know, yeah. you do eyes wide shut and then suddenly that's the last serious, serious movie you're ever going to do. <laughs> you want to hear something terrible? Lay it on me. I didn't know who River Phoenix was <laughs> till yesterday. Till yesterday? Yeah, I was talking to my mom about Joker 
and she was talking about River Phoenix. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> river? Who's and, a river? <laughs> and, uh, and then she told me about it. And I was like, she was like, you know, the kid and, and stand by me. I was like, what? Yeah. And we yeah, looked it all up. And mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm up to speed and all that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, River Phoenix, he didn't get the chance to be in a lot of movies. He yeah. was still up and coming. And what happened to him was terrible. And what's even worse is that Joaquin, like for a long time, his mental state wasn't good because mm-hmm. of the death of his brother. Like he didn't go out for like over like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his sister witnessed that entire thing, ha- like him dying, which is beyond me. I don't know if I could ever handle anything like that. And yet yeah. he can step into a role like this and still just knock be. it out of the park and yeah. be fine. But I think that that really shows about like how Joaquin takes care of himself, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's hop into spoiler land here. Um, I already said my note for mental health. I think it's a really big, important thing and people need to take it for that. Um, Also, what what did you think about it? Well, just one more thing on the whole uh, critics versus uh, audience. Audience, yeah. Just wanted to say almost all like the critic like websites and stuff are all like 60 some like percent and like yeah, all yeah, that yeah. almost it's, half yeah <clears throat> and all audience scores are almost like ubiquitously positive oh yeah well <laughs> it's that, just and like, that's like that for every movie you i know, know. But, but like i mean it's like this one it's like why right yeah like like what can you even like what is bad about it yeah that okay so a big thing that pete that critics were having an issue with is that it was boring I didn't think it was boring. I was on the edge of my seat most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I was was like, very man. Yeah, I was, I was like nervous. I because like the build up to it is just like when he finally, you know, well, spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when he finally does. Spoiler warning. (laughs) Yeah, let's just hop into it because that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole where he's staying there and he's like, you know, I don't know the exact line, but he's like, "What do you get when you cross like a mentally unstable man with a society who doesn't." care about him yeah and then he's trying to like put it off he's like okay i think that's the end of the show he's like you get what you fucking get and he's <laughs> yeah it's just fine blows yeah. his brains out and it was like oh poor my robert God. de niro jeez <laughs> <laughs> did robert de niro really deserve that you know <laughs> and, and i think like the violence whenever they were putting out those violence warnings i think they were a little bit unnecessary if i'm being honest but you know what's crazy about the whole like <laughs> We had there was there was like a six year old and a eight year old in the theater in when the we the- watched. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. There were a lot of a lot kids. Of kids. Wow. It was insane. I was like, what in the heck? I, I was like it. I wanted to be like, hey, you know Batman it, like like this isn't a Batman superhero this, movie. This isn't a superhero movie. <laughs> Ain't no one falling in a vat of acid in this, you know. <laughs> Man, that that's crazy. You know what I got? I got like like probably twenty five couples and the cops at the door of the theater. <laughs> I'm no like dead serious. Like they seriously had in, cops. Four cops in that theater. Two at the front, and then like they had one at the door of the theater. Uh, one of them was walking someone out to their car and back in. That's so. St- and and I would look over at the door because uh, we were like, I know you guys saw it at like the the Regal Theater. So is that that's not inclined right it's like a gentle ramp and then the screen so yeah. like you guys had the doors behind you yeah the doors this is like your regular amc theater 
went up, you know, had all the steps. It was a theater. And then you had the two hallways. And they were playing this in the, the big, like, the big premiere theater. There was a cop who would walk in about every, like, five minutes or so and just kind of, like, check. That seems everyone. so annoying. I, I, it was so unnecessary. Honestly, I mean, like, we get it, the violence warnings, but have you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie, for God's sake? Yeah, like any other R-rated movie. The Hateful Eight? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God, the stuff that happens in that? Any horror movie with, like, a a man with a knife? Like, literally anything. Like, superhero movies are becoming incredibly visceral. I mean, not counting this. It's not a superhero movie, but, like... It's literally just the mental health part of it is what they're trying to latch on to and say like this is gonna cause this but like there's constant like there's been countless amount of like studies done that mediums like movies video games and other things like that don't equate to oh yeah yeah yeah, exactly and 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 this is what like i think i here's what i really think they were scared of is i think they were scared for people who have issues right like mental health issues to walk yeah. into that theater and come feel, out and be like wow i feel empowered i feel empowered <laughs> you know i feel empowered to go get a gun and blow out jimmy fallon's brains <laughs> <laughs> like you get what i'm saying though yeah like i feel like a movie like that really latches on it's like that scene in the dark night where they find the kid and he's uh he he's not he's not quite there you know he's very paranoid he's schizophrenic Mm -hmm. and and alfred is like well he's just the kind of person that the joker would latch on to so the joker manipulated him Mm -hmm. to go out and do all these things to make batman chase after him you know i feel like that's what they were doing these these media companies were like well we don't want we don't want all these you just kind of shined a like with them, they just shine a light more onto it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. The reason these mass shootings keep it's, happening is they because keep these building media, it up. They they keep covering it. On a pedestal. It. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about things that, that that matter, things that we can work on. Let's talk about how how this mass shooter's life was terrible and his parents were awful to him and, and he was adopted and he shot 12 people at Virginia beach. And then let's show that to other people with issues and empower them to go do the same thing. You know, I'm not trying to get on a like (laughs) crazy rant, but I think that's what they were scared of. I really, really, really do. But also that, that feeling that I got when I was watching it, that totally uneasy feeling. I, I think that says a lot of how we should probably pay attention to these things more, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. it was an important movie and I think Todd Phillips meant well making it. Oh yeah. Um, do I think it was a political movie? No, no, no. I, it was pretty empty in that whole aspect of things given the, yeah. everything that was, happening. I like the, I like when Joker or well, uh, Robert, Robert De Niro asks Joker whenever he's interviewing, is this a political stunt and political? And he's like, no, I'm not political at all. Yeah. Like, you know, right, it's like, right. He's not. But yet he's like, so this is movie... just, it's kind of like makes fun of the whole political aspect of it with like how Joker only wants like people to like look at him or like look at people like him. Right. Right. And see him for who he is and help them and not just leave them out to dry. So, and then like with the people that were like following Joker, they were all 
I don't think they latched onto that part. They latched no. onto the no. Let's destroy. Let's and like, destroy the rich. Yeah. You know, let's take down the rich. And yeah. And Joker kind of just he's like, was like oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Take yeah. down the rich. Okay. Sure. <laughs> let's do it. He was just happy that people were caring about him. Yeah. Or like showing him some like he, he was just sad. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a sad guy, and it broke my heart. Like the things that happened to him. He did not deserve the things that happened to him. If they happened. (laughs) If they happened, right. Um, Yeah, I had a theory about some of the things that actually happened to um, Arthur as he was growing up. Um, Whether or not some things actually happened the way they did or were portrayed in the movie. Um, Like, obviously, he was imagining that girl and comforting him and, like, going so, out with him and stuff. My question like about that part of it since the movie is obviously told through Arthur. Right. Right, right. Does does he like is he trying to I guess what I'm trying to ask is like does he understand that he was mentally ill like during that and didn't like actually know her or was he was he aware? Yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah, because I think I think as a result, or was the direct? Yeah, like it was director Todd trying to like just give us a little veil of like it, or was what it's like inside of his mind. That's a good question. I don't know. I think honestly, I think he was aware. (laughs) Y'all good over there? (laughs) The dogs. (laughs) They're good. They're solid. Um, I think he was aware. I, I do because I, I think he would not have walked into her apartment at the end of the movie legitimately. Yeah. I think if he wasn't aware, she would have showed up again as a figment of his imagination. I think it was playing both parts, you know, yeah. like Todd Phillips was like, let's show what it's like inside of his mind, but let's also like, let, let's make sure he knows too. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think he was aware the whole time, or or do you think he figured it out as he went along? Because I think that's a good possibility, too. Yeah, I think he is aware of, like, all the... He's aware of his, like... Yeah, yeah, he's aware of his imagination. He's aware of what's wrong with him. He knows he is invisible. Because look at his jokes. Look at the jokes he writes. Yeah. I think he understands of how, like, like his uh, mental health stuff. Because, like, whenever he was uh, talking to the uh, psychiatrist, like, not the, you know, psychiatrist. Like, the the one in his head. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. social worker. He was talking about how, like, you know, he's not good. Like, like, he's not okay. Yeah. He understands, like. Are you, he's like, are you listening to me? Yeah. Do you know anything that's going on? Yeah. I think he's totally aware. He has to be, you know? Mm-hmm. But also... And uh, my fiance brought up a good point with the whole, like, him, like, oh, being aware of, like, his mental health issues is, like, whenever, like, like whenever he's retelling the story, like, you can see, like, how he copes with, like, being alone. Yeah. With, like kind of like what we got into earlier about whether or not he understood that she was a figment of his imagination of like being together or whether or not he 
prepared for that matter, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so here's, a, here's another thing. Th- this whole thing, like his mental health, the way he imagines things, but also his incompetence to be like a more sophisticated human being. It's almost like, I don't want to say, obviously he doesn't have a learning disability, but the movie almost plays him off as if he has some kind of like, well, it goes further than he has like health. Yeah. Know? He has some sort of like, cause like whether or not life. it's like, whether or not like the past that he like read about was like real, if it was, then that really shows like whenever he was tied up and like beaten Severely, that, that like, explains that a explains lot. a lot of yeah. like why he's the way he acts and yeah. like still childlike. But also, but also, yeah. Here, here's what I, here's what I think. I think that the mother wasn't crazy. I think the mother was perfectly sane, and that Thomas Wayne could not afford to have a son with someone who was not his wife. Because you got to look at the time period this is set in. It's not set in present day. Stuff like that is like pretty, oh, like it's fine now, you know, like it's regular. But like back in that day, they would have been like, why is Thomas Wayne this huge figure? It's like in Game of Thrones, you know, it's a bastard son and the king doesn't want anything to do with a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, and, and that's, I think that there's a good chance that that either did or it didn't happen. I, I think yeah, that's like maybe one she of the good, like uh, kind of like little toss ins makes you think about it. Yeah. You know, you know, I feel like it could go either way, but I kind of lean towards more of it. I don't know. The stuff in the papers being real. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I mean, like, but it, it's kind of fun to just like, it's think, fun like, to think maybe you know, Batman and did Thomas Wayne cover this up. Yeah. That Batman and the Joker yeah. are like half brothers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I think I it could. Go then again, though, if this mo- <laughs> if there was a sequel, I don't think <laughs> Joker and Batman would be fighting because Joker would be geriatric at that point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's gonna get out his walker he's first, dancing in his uh, diaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's what I also was thinking as well. Do you think he is supposed to be the actual Joker in that part of the DC universe? Or do you think he is what inspired the Joker to be who he is? I don't know if I can, like, I don't know. I don't know if I really, like, lean into that. Or if I lean more towards of it, him being inspired by the Joker and telling this story to the psychiatrist and him just actually being just a serial killer. In the end of the movie, yeah, yeah, I. That's one I, like thought I thought of like when I was like getting on Reddit. That's <laughs> one that I saw. Did you, <laughs> I, did you like scroll through yeah. Reddit hardcore? And oh yeah. About that? I should have. I should have. I was just thinking to myself on the way here. I'm like, oh my, what, what if, what if this happened? Oh yeah. <gasps> what if I've been in deep in the trenches of <laughs> all fan you theories? Were, you were, you had a shovel and you were digging oh, yeah. through the Reddit forum. You know, yeah, I. Here, cause so here's my thing. I think that maybe the Arthur in this story is real. Totally real. What happened to him? Well, if that's just his adoption totally, name. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally real. Everything that happened is totally real. But is he the Joker in the DC universe that is fighting Batman? 
maybe uh, not. Maybe I that's just playing into his childlike fantasies. I don't think Arthur has the mental capacity to really do what the Joker does in this universe. Yeah. I don't think he's, he's like... I don't think he can handle it. I don't think he can think of like, oh, I'm going to like put bombs on a train and then. But also, what do you think about him having the demeanor that he had at the end of the movie where it seemed more sophisticated and more. Exactly. See, and that's the thing I don't know. That's what makes that makes me think like maybe all of this, like whatever medication they put him on, the time he spent in there, how long he's been in there. It could have totally changed who he is as a person. Or it that's just how he always was. Yeah, maybe so. And And the whole time this entire movie was like the joke he was thinking of and, yeah. and then when he looks at it, it's like, he just wouldn't get it. But so that leans in. So my fiance had a, had a really good theory on that. Like, cause I was asking her, what do you think he meant by you wouldn't get it? Cause there's a lot of things that come in my mind whenever he says that, like whether or not he meant like you I wouldn't get it. it I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, I think that's funny, but you won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. His mental health, like, you wouldn't get it. And then he's, like, laughing at his own, like, mental health, like he has, like, throughout the entire movie. Sure. But one thing that she uh, thought about, which she always does whenever we go watch movies like this. (laughs) (laughs) On the way home, it's a silent ride, and she's, like, it's, like, a... (laughs) It's, like, that meme where all, like, the, like, the math is, like, yeah. (laughs) It's, like, going through her head, and she's, like, I've got it. I got it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you want to explain it? Yeah. Hop up here. You, you hop up here in the microphone. And yeah. Come on. Play into it. I don't know how to do this. Just talk. Talk right into okay. it. Okay. Am I close that's enough? Pre- yeah. That's okay, good. I'm pretty yeah. short. That's good. That's good. You can mm-hmm. hear me. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? So, what's the theory for the movie? Give me your your like overall theory. Of what, what I was. took away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that they never actually had a conversation at all. I think that she just asked him a simple question. I think the whole movie was just of like a sort of like a flashback in his mind, his recollection of events. Mm -hmm. And then he tells her she wouldn't get it. He's tired of explaining himself to people. He doesn't need to. So do you think that everything that happened was a legitimate flashback or do you think it's possibly like that's what's going on in his mind and he doesn't, he do- none of it happened, you know? Mm, I think that it did happen, but I think that in some ways his mind tweaks, like you know, like small details. Sure. But he's fully aware, and he's fully competent, and he knows exactly what he did, but he doesn't have to tell her. And so he's so... <clears throat> that that being said, if he's fully aware and he's fully competent and he let's let's paint the picture in our minds that he is the Joker who fights Batman in the present day. Right. right. Like he grow, he goes on to be that Joker. Do we think that since this was told from his perspective and told from like almost a flashback, do you think he painted himself to be the innocent good guy that no one understood? And that's why we see such like an incompetent Arthur. Is that why we see like an Arthur that, that is innocent just gets the shit end of the stick the whole time. Oh, he absolutely has the shit end of the stick, but that's also how he sees himself. Well, yeah, he sees himself with a total chip on his shoulder and you know, like in a way he's always felt bad for himself. He doesn't have his dad. His mom is really poor. They live in, you know, the grimy side of the neighborhood doesn't, 
really help yourself. He plays as a clown. You mm-hmm. know, his dreams never come true. And the only person who ever really believes in him is his mother. So, like, he definitely feels bad about himself. But to go to go on from that, I definitely think he's a lot smarter than... Than what? Absolutely. What what he's portrayed as is in the flashback. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, because, I mean, at some point, you know, you sort of see yourself the way that others do in a way, too. So, like, he's always going to think of himself as sort of what he's been told he is. Yeah. And he doesn't have a lot of social interaction. So. Sure. Yeah. Well, so so here's what here, here's what I think I'm I'm what I'm kind of leaning towards is the whole like. You know, say if you got in a fight with someone, obviously you're not going to say, oh, yeah, it was my fault. You're going to be like, I'm going to play the victim game here. And I'm going to, yeah. So do you think he's, this is one gigantic victim game? And do you think in this flashback, he thinks that, like, he is the victim? And that's what he's going to paint himself as. He has been, he is what he has been told he is, which is a huge problem, even a modern day society. Like, if you're going to tell someone, if you raise a kid and they have something as simple as ADHD mm-hmm. and, and you tell them like, you have a disability, you know, like it's, you're, something's wrong and people, you keep taking them places and they keep saying something's wrong, something's wrong. That kid is going to get it into his head that something's wrong. Yeah, for sure. And, and so eventually he just starts believing, you know, he is the victim, but also he is everything everyone has ever told him that he was. Well, yeah, exactly. And so, of course, he is going to have, like, that, um, I guess, like, that really, really poor self-image. Sure. And, he, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't educated properly. But yeah. that doesn't mean that he's dumb in any way. Well, because no. he is fully, like, self-aware. Sure. And, and, and despite the fact that we see him as almost kind of play like a dumb figure, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that's probably part of playing the victim game is you don't want to, you, you don't want to paint yourself and being like, I had this plan the whole time. You know? I don't think that he was, I don't think that. He was portrayed as dumb in any way. I just don't think he ever really got to speak. You don't You don't think so? You don't think taking a revolver to a hospital was kind of dumb? <laughs> he has those mental health issues, yeah. but I don't think yeah. that it was, I mean, necessarily like, I don't think that that's like a dumb thing. I mean, right. it was definitely a dumb thing that he did, mm-hmm. but not because he's stupid. Sure. You know, yeah. I think that it, that was a lot of his, you know, like mental health. Maybe he just didn't see an issue in yeah. bringing a gun to a children's hospital. But most of the time, everyone else is talking and he doesn't have a lot of dialogue because he's always pushed into the corner. Well, yeah. He's always told to shut up because yeah, he only, doesn't matter. The only time you ever really hear what's coming out of Arthur is if he's laughing slash crying, you know? Yeah. Which is disgusting, by the way. All that snot and, like, his <laughs> choking. Like, that was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. And then he's looked at as, you know, like a freak. And, uh, you know, the mom is, like, pulling her child away. And she's like, don't, don't look at my kid. Don't laugh yeah. at my kid. Like, is this even real? People are questioning whether or not you know his the uncontrollable laughter is actually even a thing because they just think he's some you know strange man he's just a freak he's always been outcasted as a freak and regardless whether or not you think you are what people tell you you always want an excuse for being that way so people are going to tell you you're a freak are going to be like i'm a freak but this is why this is why i'm a freak you know forgive me i'm a freak (laughs) i mean why doesn't he laugh at the end 
Why doesn't he laugh at the end? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so. I think that's um, a part of showing the difference between how he is in the beginning and during the movie versus how far he has come at the end. I think that plays into like because so what? It's an uncontrollable thing. He doesn't choose to do it, right? Right. So even when he's actually laughing, it's not that. So maybe this is just one of those times where it either doesn't kick in or it's one of those times where, you know, the movie wants you to know that this guy's the fucking Joker and he means business now, you know? Oh, well, yeah, he's serious yeah. for sure. I mean, if he's laughing, then he's still just. He's just, he's, he's exactly what he people told him he was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I think he's absolutely serious and. Yeah. I think one thing that plays into that too is whenever she's like trying to get Arthur to like pay attention, she's like Arthur, Who? Arthur, like the, at the end, like the end section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. because he was he was in his head, right? And so she's saying, "Explain to me exactly what happened," mm-hmm. and he remembers it all in order. He's showing us what happened, but then he's like, "I'm not going to tell you anything." Yeah, and then and kills her, murders the shit out of her, like, which. Why wasn't anyone in there? <laughs> Why wasn't someone watching behind yeah. a glass window? Well, so I Where's mean, the security? He, well, so that's part of it, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, um, but it is also, I don't know, a different time period. Well, yeah. Have you seen Mindhunter? No, we haven't. I watched. We haven't. don't watch it. So in that, security is close by, but not close by in terms of like listening in on, on the conversations because uh, some of the people in mind Hunter at some points during the interview have to pull some things that they really shouldn't be doing just to get the information out of like some of those serial killers. So, you know, I think to get to someone like Arthur and to really make him talk, you can't hound him with people, you know, like obviously yeah, he's gonna know. There's six people behind a glass window, mm-hmm. looking at him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he couldn't feel interrogated. That's why there's no window in the room. Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, it's Arkham, so that place yeah. is a shit show to begin with. That's that's where Harley came from, yeah. you know, and the Joker got to her before she could do anything. That place is a shit show, and Gotham is like an accurate representation of. A corrupted government, so yeah. But also, like, kind of what I like was reading with some people were talking about how more modern the prison was looking than the rest of the entire movie, like showing like how much it's changed time, the times. Yeah, like yeah. a lot more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really want to know how old. Like, yeah, I want to know. But how it old was it just all white as well. It was. So how could you really speculate? It wasn't grungy and dirty like the rest of it. Yeah, but that's how usually Arkham is depicted. Well, so well, yeah, for sure. Look, look at the look at. I I see. I don't remember exactly. Look at Arkham in. Wasn't there also? Isn't there an, also another prison that is pretty prominent in in Gotham? Yeah, I have no idea. I thought there was another one. I thought it was always sure. Arkham. Arkham is the most prominent one. Yeah. Did, did he goes I think to that's Arkham? Where most like like the super villains are. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just I mean, depends on how like. I there's guess like they foresaw this world like being I don't know. There's like Arkham, and then there's like Arkham Maximum Security, and that's where like Killer Croc is. You mm-hmm. know, um, we we see Arkham 
in the movie when he goes and gets the papers. Yeah. Like she was admitted to the Arkham yeah. Psychiatric Hospital. So take the take what that looks like and then compare it to the white very clean, very plain like version of that same place in the end of the movie. You can tell in the first one that it's from the 70s. And granted, it's a totally different part of the building, right? Yeah. They've got the the ceiling tiles. It looks more like the basement. Yeah. You know, where they would keep files. Yeah. It looks very 70s. Yeah. Very 70s. Yeah. And, and the end of the movie, it's so plain that it can go either way, you yeah. know? I feel I mean, like that's kind of what they're going for anyway. I the, feel like they're trying to be as vague as possible. There weren't any fluorescent lights or anything. Yeah. There weren't LEDs. It was all a window, yeah. you know? I don't know. I have no idea. But if it is like 20 years, 30 years into the future. Be like 50 though. Cause what Arthur's in his late twenties, mid like is he? 30s. Yeah. He is like, is it confirmed? He is that old? I'm pretty sure. I mean, if he is, then I, I wouldn't care. I mean, the Joker would still be a pretty old guy to fight. Yeah. You know, Bruce Wayne, Bruce yeah. Wayne's a very fit man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, also violence, like physical violence, is something the Joker has never been known for. Yeah, you know, he's not one to punch a guy in the face; he'll shoot him first. You know, <laughs> or, or stab you in or the face with a <laughs> blow up his whole family. Yes, yeah, stab him in the face with a pencil or something. Yeah. You know, burn all your money first. <laughs> I mean, it it couldn't have been, you know, too long after the entire riot, though. Because she's asking him exactly, you know, like what happened as he remembered it. He's not going to have people asking him for 20, 30 years how many times. Well, you see, that's the thing. It's very possible. I mean, if you think about it, you know, for people like that, they're going to study them and study them as long as they're alive. Something as prominent as that. How does a man who's so mentally unstable get to be such a prominent figure in a gigantic social movement in Gotham. Well, yeah, they would study him for a long time, but they wouldn't keep sending single people in there to be butchered. Yeah, yeah interrogate. You know? He would have had to done this before. They, they, would, you know? they would know this by now. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. he was just... I would assume it's probably like maybe like a few years. You think it's a few years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean... Maybe, yeah. maybe. I don't know. He's gained a lot of weight. Like, he looks better. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, he yeah. looks way better. He looks like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like regular Joaquin, and that's yeah. what's that's what's yeah. kind not, of not, unnerving. <laughs> not, I was trapped in a basement for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. There's so much to unwrap about this. Yeah, I know. Um, it's. I think it's like one of those things. Now, unfortunately, it's not going to be, and that really makes me upset. But you guys ever like? been into any college media building or talked to any media students and heard them talk about, oh, yeah, we watched Get Out in this media class. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> tell me, what did you learn that the forums on Reddit, on Reddit, Reddit like well, didn't tell you? Tell you. <laughs> yeah. What, what's an old white guy going to tell you about that movie that I can't? You yeah. know? <laughs> what's Jordan Peele on in an interview? Like, you can't elaborate more. I now, people, again, will argue with me and say, oh, no, yeah, you can. You can totally unpack it. And after this is probably published, if the wrong person listens to it, I'm going to get, like, an essay in the mail based on, on Get Out or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this should be treated as a movie like Get Out and should be studied. 
or at least unpacked and shown the importance of the movie mm-hmm. instead of just saying, ah, oh, it's boring and it has nothing to do with like political anything. So I don't really care. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is when Arthur or the um, counselor talks to him about uh, um, <laughs> the dogs are getting rowdy. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> all right. Down to the one night. of my favorite, or not like favorite, but like one of the one of the most impactful scenes I think, and most important, like what um, Todd and Joaquin and like all the other people that were working on the movie, like um, wanted to get across was um, when they finally told. Uh, Arthur that they're no longer going to be providing the service for him and anytime he was asking like where am I going to get my pills how am I going to get those is there that's probably the only political significance that it probably that it had in that movie you know yeah I think it was like honestly like one of the like saying like yeah he doesn't get any help anymore like and it just really starts spiraling downwards from yeah. there yeah absolutely no, I totally understand. Yeah. Um, we are breaching forty minutes, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us off for this episode. Um, I'd say we probably still have a decent amount to unpack for oh, a second yeah. episode as well. There's um, a there's a lot to go into <laughs> this movie. <laughs> so I'm gonna provide a good breaking point here, and we will see you guys in the next episode of whatever. And we are going to continue to unpack this. Uh, so stick with us. Yeah.